You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Funemploymentradio.com. I don't know what is going on. I feel like okay. I'm in. I feel like I'm in some kind of a movie. Maybe I'm part of the Truman Show. But why are they why all do you popping always up? Think you're part of the Truman Show? I don't know because there this is, is no weird. Truman Show. I've got my whole life not ever encountering another Greg Nibbler. And now today, what this woman said to me, like in person, she looked at me and she was a. I, right when in I said my Greg name, Nibbler eyes. right in my Greg Nibbler eyes, she said, "You don't look like the Greg Nibbler I know," and I. I didn't know what to say. Wait, was she like, like a friend was, from a long time ago? And no. Like you, you were unfamiliar that's to what her I, now? That's what I thought for a second. Oh. And it was, no, I'm not the person. And I have more details on it. Something weird is going on. There are all these Greg Nibblers popping up where they never were before. I don't know what's happening. It's oh, driving me crazy. Oh, God. It's a nibblering. It's happening. I don't know. Something's up. And I'm going to have to figure no. it out. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and then available via podcast all over the internet wherever podcasts can be found and thank you for finding us um i do want to say this sarah yes greg if you're going to be buying anything from amazon oh my where would gosh you go? when am i not buying things on amazon it was well, just this just popped into my head i, I was just thinking about this i'm really glad that you asked i'm really being I've spontaneous to, here i've been wanting to talk to you about this okay um, so i found oh sarah easier, lay it out what is it you want to tell us i found us? an easier way to go and do my shopping like the first thing is i mean it's the most easy website in the world not what? Extend, not an extended length uh you know word you know, that's to good. use when you're trying to find something on the internet good that's good because i'm a busy person and you know shopping online can sometimes be so time it consuming. can take a lot of time, but Ugh. you know what I do? I will type in funemploymentradio.com, yes. which is so brief and so short, and then I go there, and then I click on the Amazon link at the very top of the page. Oh, my gosh. And all of my shopping wishes come true. Oh, and then you just click on that Amazon link and at funemploymentradio.com. At funemploymentradio.com, mm-hmm. you click on the Amazon link, yes. and then you just shop, and it's just that simple. And then I just shop to my heart. This content. makes my life so much easier. Thank you for sharing that in a very spontaneous manner. No I problem. didn't know we were going to be bringing this up on I today's know. show. Plus, Fun Employment Radio is so much shorter to type in than Amazon. No, you just bookmark it, and then that way, that way, people, that way, you just go there with yeah. one extra click. Wow, Sarah, that was wonderful. Thank you for that information. No problem. Anyway, back to the show. Um, we've got a special guest who's going to be joining us here in a little bit, and that is Steph Campisi. She is the author of The Ugly Dumpling, and she's going to be talking all about her book. It's a children's book that she's written, a picture book, and she's going to be talking all about that. Mm-hmm. Coming up here in a minute, Steph Campisi. All right, I need to get to the bottom of this. There's a, there's a yes, couple I'm of things I need to talk about. I'm very confused as to what's happening in your life right now. Okay, so, you know... Uh, Greg Nibbler is my real name. We've talked about this before. It's my real last name. I, I didn't change it. And the thing is, you know, there's not a lot of Nibblers out there, or at least that would claim to want to use their name. Yeah, publicly. nobody's really, nobody's like just reaching for the stars, saying like, "I'm a Nibbler." <laughs> well, you know, I mean, it is what it is. It's a weird. You name. don't, you don't forget it when you hear it. It's kind of an embarrassing name. Well, I mean, it depends on how you look at it. It is what it is. I'm just as God made me. So, so you know, and. There's not a whole lot of us, but on top of that, I've never encountered another Greg Nibbler until these weird things that have been happening over this last couple of weeks. Uh And it started off with the email that I got out of nowhere from some woman from Alaska who works for a company. And she wrote asking and said, are you the Gregory Nibbler who owned property on Caribou Island? I need to find him and speak to him immediately. It's a, I'm paraphrasing, but that's what it was. Somebody who owned property in Alaska on a caribou island named Gregory Nibbler. Now, I don't know what this person did, and that's a whole subject of speculation on one of our episodes, because they did something. 
that this woman really needs to speak to this guy. Yeah, and it's probably and it's something not, me. not good. Like yeah, if probably someone's trying not. to find you, it's not because like, oh, let me give you these millions Wait. of dollars that you left behind. No, it's usually Surprise. like you owe us something or we found a body. You won an airline. Or I don't know. I don't know. Do people win airlines? Maybe that's not it. But sure. yeah, no, it is probably. It's going to be Nibbler Air. No, it, this it guy's is. got a bunch of bodies buried up there is probably what it is. Now they're trying to find him and track him down to figure out what, it, what what's going on. I mean, it's Alaska. I assume that's why you buy an island. It's to bury your bodies. Yes. So. Why, why else would you own an island? That's, I, that's weird. There's no to other speculate. reason to. There's no other plausible reason for that to happen. So this guy is in trouble. Now I'm getting drawn into it because of, of my name. And in the meantime, you know, and I've Googled my name before, you know, I've talked about this. I'm in entertainment. I want to know who else, you know, make sure I've got everything tied up out there. I don't know anybody who Googles themselves every now and then just to see what's out there. You don't do that just to make sure that you're showing up in the right spots. I don't want to know what spots I'm showing up. Oh, well, let me take you. No, don't Google me. No, that's creepy. Sarah stop Googling me. Dylan. Greg, stop it. Oh. Oh. Knock it off. What are you doing? No, it's fine. Um, well, anyway, I do sometimes. And so I know that there aren't... There, there's one other Greg Nibbler that I'm vaguely aware of. I never know what he looks like. Don't know who he is or, or where he is. And I thought he was kind of uh, deceased. Um, I thought he was like born in like the 20s or something like that. And like... I didn't think he was around So you found a, 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 a Greg Nibbler who's no longer with us. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, there was an obituary notice. Uh, so that's that's really the only one I've ever found. But whoever this guy is, you know, with his bodies on the island or whatever is going on up there, um, they're trying to get a hold of me. And then on top of that, I got another phone call from, I believe, the same woman who was trying to find this same Greg. and the, But she didn't know. She called the Fun Employment Radio number. Oh, so she thought she was, like, contacting two different Gregs? Thought she was contacting two different Gregs. Okay. And called there and left a message. So I already wrote this woman back and just said, look, I'm not I'm not the Greg you're looking for. I don't know what this guy did. I, I didn't really say that. But, I mean, if it's about what the bodies. If it's about bodies, I don't know anything about the bodies. So Why? You're very specific about the bodies it's and a, not like a body. Doesn't Caribou Island sound like that's what Caribou it Caribou Island though? sounds like it's riddled with skeletons. Yes. Mm-hmm. It sounds like it's either a Lifetime movie or it's going to be some, like, horror movie. You know, Caribou Island. Welcome to Caribou Don't go out Island. to Caribou Island. Oh, don't go that way. No, don't go out there. The guy out you there is crazy. should never go that way. Oh, great. Now he probably did something. Now my name's going to be used in... Oh, God, that'd be the worst. Yeah. <sighs> like all the poor Jeffrey Dahmers out there. Oh, I know. You know, who had their names ruined by that. Did you read the thing that there's a creepy guy running around town taking pictures of people and his name is, I shit you not, Avril Levine? Oh, yeah, there's a guy in town. That's there's a, a guy in a town. Side note, that's really happening here in Portland right now. There's I swear, I know. There's some sex offender guy who's... Yeah, who's, on, who's like trying to take pictures of people and he's running like in our neighborhood. Yeah. And his name is legitimately Avril Levine. It's not legitimately. He goes by that. I looked it up. His last name is Levine, but his first name's like slightly different in real life, but he goes by Avril Levine. It's so strange. Well, then it is legitimately if he goes by it. Yeah, well, no, you're right. He does anyway, go by there's it. a sex offender Avril Levine running around Portland. I just wanted you guys all to right. well, continue. Hopefully that's not the case with this Greg Nibbler. Probably he just owes some taxes or something. But um, anyway, so I'm getting all these contacts. Then I had something else happen today. And actually, this brings up a side note that I wanted to bring up on the show anyway, because I legitimately, just to step back for a second, I legitimately need some help on something and to try to figure out something. And um, you know what? Maybe I'll, maybe I'll just bring it up tomorrow. I'll bring it up tomorrow. I'll talk about it. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll go through it tomorrow. So anyway, it brings me to what happened today. And this is why I think I'm in like some strange vortex of this and I don't understand what's going on. So I was at a grocery 
today, and I had to get. Um, I was getting a, a prescription filled for this thing, and I'll talk about something tomorrow with that. Mm. It's no, nothing big, nothing big at all. Um, and the woman at the counter looked at my name, and she uh, she was she was like, "Wait, what's what's your name? Your name's Greg Nibbler." And I'm like, yeah, that's my name. And she looked at me like I was lying. Like she gave me that look where it's like the uh, what, what are, are you, you up to? to get away well, with? what are you up to? Look like okay. the she gave me that look like I would like I'd said something wrong. But really, all I did was just confirm what my name was. And she looked at me for a second. And she's like, huh? You don't look like the Greg Nibbler I know. And then like walked off. What? Yes. Like like an accusatory look and then walked off. I swear this is what happened. This is what happened. There are different Greg Nibblers that live okay, here in your Okay, this is the thing I don't understand. Why is all this happening in just this one that week of occurrence? Strange. One, two weeks or whatever. And and it threw me off for a second. Because I'm like, wait a minute. Is she saying that I'm lying? Or is she is she confused by this? Is there somebody else, you know, going going by... Maybe she messed, messed, up, messed up the name? Yeah. And... She she comes back over and we're like you know I'm, so I'm after paying. So she's kind of accused you of not being who you are. Yeah, and, and I'm paying, and I'm like, I'm sorry. Wait, can I can I ask you something? Like, did you say you know another Greg Nibbler? And she looked at me, and by then I think she got she saw my ID because I had to produce my ID, and I think she realized I wasn't completely you know lying, that I really did have an ID that matched my yeah. picture. And she's okay. like, Yeah, that's it's really weird. He also works for this company. And uh, he, I got, an, I got an, I got an address. What do you mean you got an address? I got the store where this guy's supposed to work. She looks at me and she said, "Yeah, he works at one of the other stores. He's like twice your size, like um, so he's super tall." Yeah, yeah. I guess he's a big guy and uh, a, t- a tall guy. She said twice, twice my size. Like he's way tall. And and she's like, "Yeah, but his name's Greg Nibbler too. I'm sure of it." So somewhere in this town, out of nowhere, out of this last... There is a giant the, All Greg the years Nibbler? of my life, I have never encountered another Greg Nibbler. Now in one week of time, they're just popping out of the woodworks. Wow. And so there's this guy, either that or somebody's out there using my name for something. Going by my name, which I don't know why you would. No. It's not going to get you much. Nobody's, nobody's using your name. I don't think so either. No. But th- so there's a like... I'm trying to find an alternate version of me. It's like Bizarro Nibbler. Bizarro Nibbler, who is out there somewhere. So he's tall, blonde. I don't know about the blonde brown part. eyes. I don't, I don't know. Complete opposite of me on every end of the spectrum. Yeah, but there—that's what she said. She's like, yeah, that's really strange. I'm like, because I've never really encountered any. It's not like that's a common name. And she's like, yeah, I know. It's really weird. So. Okay, it's being suggested in the live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live. Uh, Alex says, Paul says there could there could be a, a superhero crew of nibblers that are running around. They're all Greg Nibblers. Super I don't nibblers? know. Or why are these people using this name? Because it's probably, okay, first of all, Greg, you're not the only Greg Nibbler. In well, the world. I don't like that idea. This I've just become aware of that. This is just become a bubble for you. Like, I'm not here on this, uh, on this earth just because you exist. Like, not every... <sighs> Like your little kid mentality where you think that everyone out, you know, that you meet is just there for your world. Yeah, but, you know, it was kind of nice always there thinking that I grits. was. Uh-huh. Um, you know, the only one. That was kind of kind of a nice deal. I'm looking at this right now. I don't see anything on Facebook for other Greg. Huh. Damn it. I don't know. Well, either way, there is there is one. I have a location of the store. What do I do? 
Do you, I go in there? Yes, of course you go in like, there. Like, why? And what do I say? And you bring me with you. Why? And what do I say? Hi, um, I'm looking for a Greg Nibbler that works here. And yes. then what, I'm going to see the guy and be like, hey, it's me, Greg. You know, and then and then what do we talk about? It's not like I have anything in common. Well, I mean, I do have something in common, I you guess. You do have something. That's you have true. the thing in common. That's, we, do have, we do have something. But beyond that, I mean, I'm sure we're probably related in some way. But, um, you know, all, all nibblers around here pretty much are. Um, but you know, it's distant. I thought we had, I thought we had discussed that not all, n- not all people with last names are all related. Well, no, they're not, but most, I guarantee we could trace back to a common, like grandfather's cousin or something like that. Like there's some, something that's going to tie us together. The Oregon nibblers, it's, it's going to tie I'm together. I'm just looking in our chat right now. It seems like there are, uh, I didn't realize that we had so many Greg nibblers uh, who <laughs> listened to us. That are just popping there's up a, in our live chat right there's now. There's a, Greg, a Gregory J nibbler. There's a Mr. Greg nibbler. There's a Greggy nibbler. Uh, there are lots of them. <laughs> well, isn't that, isn't that neat? Huh? All um, of them well, yes. Up. So what you need to do is our next step is to go to where he works. You know I don't know. So what do I do? She told you the specific store? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we're going. We're taking a picture with him. Oh, I don't know. To Greg what about this poor yeah. guy, though? Yeah, poor guy, because he's probably heard your name. He's like, oh, that little fucking curly head shithead. <laughs> he probably has, yeah, because I I try to snag up any, uh, you any do, social... You probably, maybe you've... Ru- Oh, maybe you've ruined his life a little. Oh, maybe I'm the prior of the maybe, Yeah, like maybe like you mean you're like, hey, I just wanted to introduce myself. I'm Greg Nibbler too. And he'd be like, you. <laughs> well, or you get all the good URLs. Your name is everywhere and people think that I did this. Or what if he's out there pretending to be me? He's not pretending to be you, Greg. Um, you know, because how confused would people be like if he introduced himself and then like say it's somebody who listens to our show but has never really seen me. They've always heard about me being really short. And this guy's like six five or something. Like that Greg Nibbler's a fucking liar. I don't care. He's so tall. He's this lying. Is, this is in your fantasy world, by the way. <laughs> Look at Greg. He's so tall. He's so tall. Huh. I don't know. I got to get to the bottom of this, though. All right. Maybe maybe we'll maybe we'll go down there. But then I feel kind of weird about that. I feel kind of creepy I'll about it. I'll do it. I'll do it. What What are you going to say? I'll say, like, excuse me, is, is does a Greg Nibbler work here? And he's like, oh, yes, my name's Greg. Like, oh, my gosh, this is going to be so weird. But that guy that's hiding over there behind the pot of <laughs> oh, plants. Oh, no, then you're going to call me out and I'll be yeah. like, I'll be like lurking behind plants I'll be like, somewhere. That is also a Greg Nibbler. And he thought he was the only one. It's kind of like two unicorns meeting each other for the first <laughs> time. Like in the last unicorn where she thinks I'm the only one. And, <laughs> you know, it's you finding your other unicorn. It'll be pretty amazing. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe, maybe I will. I don't want to weird him out. I don't want to weird this guy out because obviously, maybe he doesn't want anything to do with me. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe this woman's already alerted him to my existence. Maybe I can say, be like, hey, listen, I just wanted to touch base with you. My friend Greg is, uh, his name is also Greg Nibbler, and he was kind of curious to meet you. I'm like, he isn't here with me now, but uh, he was wondering if sometime it would be okay to stop by and shake another Nibbler's hand. And then if he's like, oh, no, you know, that man has ruined my life and he's a terrible guy. That man has ruined my life. Then I won't point you out, but if he's like, okay, I'm like, okay, just kidding. There he is. He's, he's just right over there in the, in the cosmetics aisle. Let me go grab him. <laughs> what? In the cosmetics aisle, too. Mm. Why am I... <sighs> All right. Well, we got to get to the bottom of this. We'll, we'll see what we can figure out. We'll see what we can figure okay. out. All right. I'm really excited about this. Okay. okay. Uh, if you're out there, <laughs> I need to know what you're up to. And if you buried bo- those bodies on Caribou Island, I'm going to get to the bottom this of it. This Greg Nibbler needs to know. I need to find out because um, I need to protect myself. All right. Let's do some World of Crazy. 
Oh, hello, my friends. How are you? My name is Sarah Axelon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up in uh, airline news, I saw this story and it kind of made me smile. So uh, JetBlue is actually making news today because it was giving passengers free flights for every crying baby that there was on board any of their flights. So That's amazing. So uh, this is out of New York. So discount airline JetBlue found a way to make passengers love instead of loathe crying babies who were flying with them on a plane. So, of course, normally being seated next to a crying baby on a cross-country flight is not the most awesome thing in the world. But hundreds of people benefited from it on a recent flight to California, and JetBlue was saying they might do this again. So let me tell you. So JetBlue randomly will select flights. In this case, uh, it selected a flight from New York to Long Beach that has the worst airport in the world. Oh, yeah. I've been to that airport. Yeah. um, For a special promotion. So this is the promotion that they did. Every time that a baby who was on the plane cried, the passengers would receive 25% off of their next flight. Now, if four, Like every time they cried? Yeah. So, so it was like cumulative? Throughout if four the, babies cried, the airline would give them a free ticket. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah, but see, then then everybody would just be trying to get the damn babies to cry. Be like, <laughs> what loud noises? <laughs> like, bah, bah, like <laughs> making um, random noises. Not Everybody's glaring people. at their ba- Somebody's Somebody would do that. That's exactly what you just went to for first off. It's like, oh, everyone's <laughs> going to try and scare the babies. I mean, you know, that's like a hundred, hundred bucks man, a Greg pop. Nibbler. I mean, this Greg Nibbler is evil. Uh, the airline <laughs> said that it wanted to do something special for mothers who fly with children in advance of Mother's Day on Sunday. So it benefits the mothers and it benefits the people that have to hear the crying babies. So it's kind of win win for everybody. Um, so, yeah, so they said that they might intermittently do this more than once. So, that's yeah, all the people had the like everyone cheered. After they heard the fourth baby cry. Which made the babies cry more. <laughs> right. <laughs> but they all got free plane tickets. <laughs> all right. Uh, there's a website out there set of Washington, D.C. A website has been created, which is completely... Uh, they're not breaking any laws, but they've been able to get away with this so far. Uh, the website exists that boasts realistic, quote, fake doctor's notes that has a 100% money-back guarantee. Wow. Where you can get your own personalized doctor's note, and they 100% guarantee it. So uh, it's they make doctor's notes to help customers get out of work, school, or other duties, and they're offering a 100% refund fee. So the website is called, classily, bestfakedoctorsnotes.net, <laughs> and it offers phony excuses purporting to be from healthcare providers, and ch- including general practitioners, dentists, gynecologists, oncologists, and other ki- uh, types of doctors. So the site uh, has purported testimonials from supposedly satisfied customers who used fake doctor's notes to get out of work and school commitments. So there are even YouTube videos commending this website featuring blurred out faces of customers who praise the realism of the notes. Oh, that's got to be fake. So the service includes callback numbers that will uh, play a preloaded MP3 message to anyone who tries to verify the authenticity of the vote. Oh, yes, this is uh, the doctor, and uh, I confirm that... uh, (laughs) The website offers a one-year no-questions-asked refund guarantee for anyone whose notes fail to pass scrutiny. So they state, so an attorney actually looked over this, uh, who's not associated with the business, said a disclaimer on the website protects best fake doctor's notes from any legal action stemming from its illegal use of fake notes. Because at the bottom, they state clearly that these are fictitious doctors and names in fictitious hospitals. Um, So when you look at the promotion of it, they actually have uh, properly worded it in promoting the authenticity of how it looks and how it can be used as a form of trickery instead of actually being an authentic note. So they're Uh. promoting the trickery. Okay. It's kind of clever. We need to 
Jez is uh, asking if I can get a fake note from Medicaid. That'd be a good idea. Oh, there you go. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, he goes on to say it'll be unlikely the site will face any legal action from duped employers or customers who uh, fake notes fool the intended victims. Hmm. All right, and I know our guest is here, so I'm going to do one more quick story. Okay. Uh, Indonesian villagers who were out on a river on a boat thought they had been blessed by an angel fallen from heaven when a beautiful what they thought to be lifelike woman washed up on a beach only to discover it was an inflatable sex doll (laughs) (laughs) they believed she was an angel from the heavens rapidly spreading reports of a heavenly offering uh, prompt a police investigation after Indonesian villagers claimed to have discovered a fallen angel washed ashore on the beach detectives who arrived to the remote spot soon were able to figure out the fallen angel divine intervention Uh, local police chief said when our officers arrived they saw that the fallen angel was in fact a sex doll (laughs) Uh, hey everybody's got their own opinions on you know maybe it is their angel yeah you never know um, so Villager Pardon, who like many Indonesians goes by one name, found the doll when he was fishing off of the remote uh, Bangai Islands in central Indonesia. So the discovery came after a solar eclipse swept the area and a deeply spiritual experience for the, for the country that led to superstitious locals believing that the fallen angel and the, and, um, the solar eclipse were linked. So that she might have fallen through. Um, so they took the partially inflated doll back to the village where she was treated with great reverence. Uh, the angel was given a fresh change of clothes and new Muslim headscarves to wear every day. Oh, wow. She was able to sit at a chair at the dinner table and accompany locals on boating trips. So uh, they ended up checking out and they were able to explain to the villagers who did not know since they you know don't have technology out there. They were unaware that such a creature existed. <sighs> yeah. So uh, they, since they were unaware of it, I mean, clearly it does look like a human form of something. I mean, it sounds kind of like a, re- a weird version of Lars and the Real Girl. A little bit, a little bit. She was their special angel. All right, there you guys have it. There's your world of crazy. Crazy. All right, let's go ahead and take a break. We're going to come back here with our special guest, who is Stephanie Campisi. She's going to be talking about her book. The Ugly Dumpling. Which is the cutest name ever. And uh, telling us about that. And yeah, we'll take a break. In a second, I'm just going to sing us to break because Sarah's computer is pulling Mm -hmm. it up right now. No, it's uh, really cool. So it's a a great book and she's going to be talking all about that. It's out right now, I believe on Amazon. I think it's available in Powell's Books. It sure is. And uh, all those places. So Stephanie will join us here in just a minute right here on Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Hello, everyone. You're listening to Fun Employment Radio, and that's a uh, the full dot-com scenario. Uh, and you're listening to, well, not at the moment, uh, I'm Reese Darby. I uh, should have said that at the beginning. But after me, uh, you'll be listening to Nibbler and Dylan. Always a good laugh there. Uh, so enjoy them, and I'll see you next time. Did you just put in a Kiwi liner because we don't have an Australian one? No, I think that she might, in fact, be our first Australian. Uh, first Australian on the show? I think so. No, that can't be possible. You name another Australian that we've had. I can't off the top I of my head. I know you can't because it hasn't happened before. Welcoming now to Fun Employment Radio, the first Australian ever <laughs> appearing. <known. laughs> and also the author, Steph Campisi. Hello. Thank you very much. Definitely not a Kiwi. No, definitely not. Not a Kiwi. Yeah. 
Wait, yeah. are we saying that right? Is it Kempisi? Kempisi. 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 That's probably something we should have checked. Probably into. should have done that yes. ahead of time. <laughs> among Along many with things. The kiwi thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, no, I knew you weren't a kiwi because but we played uh, we played Reese Darby. From so Flight of the Concords, so we had him in. Because, so. yeah, I don't know if we... we I'll, I'll take like, the wit and humor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, we failed miserably already. So this was Steph. She hates us now. No. Uh, <laughs> it's a very short interview. <laughs> <laughs> but Steph has brought in her book, The Ugly Dumpling, which is... Oh my gosh, it's fantastic. Thank you. And it was yes, just released in April, correct? That's right, April 7th. April 7th, well, congratulations. Thank you. And so tell us a little bit about the book. I mean, yeah. we just got the chance to, to read it and peruse it. Very quickly. Very, very quickly. quickly. I want to spend more time with it. I'm impressed it at the person. speed reading. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so it's, it's obviously, it's a retelling of The Ugly Duckling, set in a Chinese restaurant. It's a love story between a dumpling that's actually a steam bun. Sorry, spoiler. Um, and a cockroach. You know, two things you really love to see in a restaurant. Oh, I know. So were you saying that you were getting a little bit of flack for putting the, the cockroach in it? Oh, I had so many rejections over the cockroach. Really? You know, it's meant to be a story of star-crossed lovers. Right, yeah. No, no, nobody liked my cockroach. <laughs> How could they possibly get mad about a, you know, adorable fictional cockroach? It's a very cute cockroach. It's an adorable it cockroach. It has cockroaches go. I know, and it's a loving cockroach. <laughs> I mean, the, you know, the cockroach, they falls in love. That's um, right, it befriends my dumpling. Oh my gosh. Did they, like, they give you adventures? suggestions on what they prefer it to be or something? Well, I'm an Aussie, so, you know, spider, snake, yeah. oh. koala. No, okay. no. Okay. no they, they, just, they just rejected it outright. So. <laughs> if there was a spider, well, I mean, I guess cockroaches would be a little unnerving on food, but a spider in my food might be no. even worse. Yeah, no, that's that's worse. Yeah, I that think is that's the more terrifying. Yeah, yes, I mean, I mean, it's a great idea though for a follow up, just not the first one. So tried to recover there. <laughs> so, what what is the concept behind this though? I mean, like, how did you come up with this idea of? The ugly dumpling. Oh, it just completely hinges on a pun. Yeah. Just, just uh, with that. I have a horrible sense of humor, and that's how I make my living now. It's great. <laughs> so how did you meet up with the artist? That So you you did all the text mm-hmm. and, and all the wording for the book, mm-hmm. and then it has these amazing drawings that go along with this book, The Ugly Dumpling. How did you... Is this somebody that you knew before that you were friends with, or did you kind of get paired up? No, I got paired up by my publisher, so I just got completely lucky. Um, oh, this wow. wonderful illustrator who's far more talented than I am. Makes me look really good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and the result is wonderful. So. so when you when you were coming up with this idea for the book, so you didn't have any kind of illustration. Did you illustrate it yourself and send it in? And oh then, goodness, no. So you sent it imagine. in and said, "I need somebody to draw this." But I here's took some photos of my lunch. <laughs> 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 Picked out a cockroach. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. These two like each other. Uh. <laughs> um, I gave a little bit of art direction. There are a couple yeah. of sort of scenes in there that sort of, I think, come along really well visually that don't necessarily need to be expressed in the text. Yeah. So a picture book is kind of half text, half illustrations, and they come together to complete the final product. Um, but no, Shahar just sort of took free reign and... The end result's pretty impressive, I think. It's very beautiful. It turned out very well. And you uh, you live in Portland now, I do. Correct? I'm almost a local. Not really. Oh, how long have you lived There's here? a great Aussie pie shop down the road. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I think we've been there, actually. There yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been here about a year and a half. Okay. So nice. Feeling very foreign. Yeah. Still driving on the wrong side of the road. Oh, oh yeah. But that's going to be... Sorry, everyone. Oh, gosh. It's all right. <laughs> you are a Portlander then, because if you're a terrible driver, that means you fit <laughs> yeah, in You do fit in, yeah. <laughs> I can't parallel park. <laughs> Neither can anyone Else. Right, yeah. What what brought you from Australia to here? I won a green card in the lottery. Oh, no kidding. Thanks, America. Right. Yep. Interesting. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a real thing. How does that, How does that work? Yeah. You, you, I'm like, you could be making that up right now, and I have no idea. Like, the, I know, she could right. be messing with us. Like, right? She seems really yeah. nice. What if she's just like, I'm going to be deported in half an hour. 
There's a knock at our door right now. <laughs> Wait, so has everyone just entered into it? No, no. There's a, a really dodgy looking website from like 1997 that has like marching ants word art. You type your details in. Possibly somebody steals them and puts them on a database somewhere. Oh my God. <laughs> then you get fingerprinted and you shipped off to America. Can you go? So, like, you're you're an American citizen now, permanent no. resident. Permanent so. resident. So, can you, you go back to Australia? Yep, yep. If I, if I <laughs> nope, never allowed back. <laughs> it's not that. <laughs> I, I'm not familiar with the lottery system. She's not a I political refugee. I came over when Abbott was elected. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, <okay>. That makes <laughs> sense. And and if Trump's elected, I'll go back. Right? There yeah, you. there. Yeah. Oh, then God. we'll all be moving to Australia. <laughs> Hopefully, <laughs> they have a service. There's actually a campaign in Melbourne to get you guys over there if he's elected. Really? Oh, there's a there's a Canadian. An island yeah. that's trying to get Americans to move there too. They want to just segregate us onto an island. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> like, hey, whatever. I yeah. Here's I could hoping be down that will it. not be happening. Right. God. Um, that's crazy. I didn't know there was a lottery for such a thing. Where in Australia were you? From Melbourne. Melbourne. Okay. So it's kind of like a big yeah. Portland. Yeah. Actually, we've got listeners in Melbourne. So. Oh, we do. Yeah. That are probably uh, not listening to this live because I don't know what time it is there right now. But They're probably eating dumplings. Pro- probably <laughs> eating dumplings and chasing cockroaches. I'm sure that's what's what's going now, on. Do you have any plans for a sequel to your book? Ooh, no. Or do you want to do another children's <clears throat> book? Maybe do a different direction? I have a terrible follow-up with an equally bad title. <gasps> can us. you say it? Or can you say it? It's called Pebble Without a Cause. <laughs> <laughs> it's that it's is... about a delinquent boulder. Um, okay, that's great. And does it have, like, sunglasses or a pompadour? It does sort of drive off a cliff at one point. Okay. <laughs> More like roll. <laughs> Oh. Our show is Fun Employment Radio. I mean, if it's going to be... We work primarily in puns. It's all puns, yeah. Yeah. That's that's fantastic. We did a show for uh, the Trailblazers for a time called Sportlandia. Oh, uh, that's yep. a pretty bad one. Yeah, so we do yep. we do primary pun work as well. But, but all puns are bad puns. That's true. Right. That's why they're so delightful. And yeah. wonderful, exactly. Like the Ugly Dumpling. <laughs> so where can people pick up the Ugly Dumpling? Um, it's at book sh- bookshops everywhere. Um, all the usual online contenders. If you want signed copies, they're around the place. Um, Pals, Broadway Books. I'm doing a signing at a children's place on Thursday the 5th. So you can sing by. Oh, yeah. Do you do a graft copy? Yeah, I'll do a reading. Nice. Funny accents. Oh, I bet the children (laughs) love that. I'll have stickers and temporary tattoos. Oh. But but adults have to get real ones. Okay. Gotcha. (laughs) Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. (laughs) You want it signed, that's what you got to do. You got to commit. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) So, where is the children's place that you'll be reading? Uh, On Northeast Fremont. Northeast Fremont. All right. Well, we'll put the the information up on our website if you want to bring, because we have lots of, uh, you know, lots of people who listen with little ones that I know are really interested in learning more about the book. Excellent. Awesome. Steph, thank you so much for coming in. Thanks for having me. This is great. All right, so pick up. And I heard Steph up. maybe say that we get a sticker. You, you may get a sticker. I think she was trying to find the stickers. And so, I don't want to call oh, out on that. it's a very large bag. Oh, yeah. Well, that's all right, but things get yeah. lost in bags. That's it's fine. true. It happens. <laughs> the Ugly Dumping. Steph, thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back in a bit with more Fun Employment Radio. <laughs> You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. There we go. Steph Campisi right here on Fun Employment Campisi. Radio. Campisi. Campisi. Mm. I know. We've messed up that. I think she got confused because I was making fun of the Kiwi liner by saying she was Australian, but then I think she thought I was calling her Kiwi. I think it, I think it was... Yeah, that got really confusing Yeah, it got really around. confusing. Yeah. 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 So I think we got in some dangerous territory that we talked our way out of right there. Mm. Uh, she is definitely Aussie and uh, Steph Campisi, so she's awesome. Why do they have to be nicknames or a thing? Why can't we say she's Australian and he's from New Zealand? 
Well, you can. It's I just, mean, it's too confusing with the like. It's too kick, much with the kooky nicknames. Yeah, I like. Okay. It. I mean, because she could say it clearly because she is Australian, but like with the the kiwi and the like, I'm just like, can't you just say like? So it's got to be like instead of mock the Brit, who's our listener, it's got to be mock the United Kingdom, uh, the citizen of United Kingdom. Mock of the UK. Mock of the United Kingdom. Mm-hmm, yes. Okay. I'm from the United States of America. Yes, it's America. Uh, anyway, get your get your copy of her book. She is fantastic. All right, let's do a little bit of ball talk here. All right. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's do balls. Let's talk balls. <laughs> balls. Let's talk balls. All right. First up in ball talk, we've got this. The NBA playoffs continue with the Blazers taking on uh, Golden State tonight, still without Steph Curry. Um, they are still probably going, uh, well, it's going to be very tough. Yes. Golden State happens to be a very good basketball team, which is which no. is shocking no one. And uh, it will be a tough tough uphill battle, but we'll see what happens. You never know. You never know. It is the NBA playoffs, and with that, uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder beat the San Antonio Spurs last night in San Antonio, despite LaMarcus Aldridge playing very, very, very well. Okay. So OKC won at the end. There's a replay of what happened at the end. It's like this comedy of errors of a whole bunch of fouls and flagrant fouls and technicals, and none of them were called at the end of the game, and OKC ended up walking away with a win. So uh, that is part of it. Moving on to ball tack. Got a couple of other things. Do it. One, this is something that I think I could compete with if I were okay diving. So a British-born, speaking of this, British-born New Zealander uh, has set the freediving world record with a 400-foot plunge in the Bahamas, which lasted 4 minutes and 24 seconds. He dove down 400 feet and had to hold his breath for 4 minutes and 24 seconds. I can hold my breath for a long time, and we've talked about this before on the show. I'm pretty good at holding my breath. You could only hold your breath for like a minute. That's what you said No, I did like a minute and a half last time. And I think I could work my way up. That's just three extra minutes. I think that three extra minutes are probably a lot more time than you think that it is. Um, Yeah, but I mean, I think I could work up to it. Even when I was a little okay, kid, let's try I could right my breath. Greg, nobody wants to hear you. Okay, we don't want to do it right now, but I pr- I will try. I'll see what I can do. I think this is something that I could do. But anyway, he's 35 years old. He um, descended and retrieves, I guess they leave a tag at the bottom, and then you have to bring it back up. Oh, he lost five seconds because he fumbled fumbled his uh, holding of the tag that you go down and get. So you got to dive down and get a tag. I think, I honestly, though, it's the diving part that would freak me out. If I could just sit there and hold my breath, I think maybe I could get up there. But uh, diving underwater, then what? No. I mean, and how deep does he have to go? Because well, he went like 400 different... feet. Hmm. Yeah, that does not sound 400 fun. feet down. No. Don't you have to start worrying about getting, like, the bends or something? Yeah, that? don't you have to worry about getting... Because you're supposed to, like, slowly go down, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, that seems like that would be terrible for you. Yeah, because yeah, you're supposed you, to take, like, yeah, 10 like minutes at a time. Yeah, like, nitrogen builds up in your blood or something, and yeah. then, yeah, you explode, or I don't know, however that works. Yeah, that seems really bad. Well, anyway, he won it. Uh, moving on to ball talk. Um, let's go to this. This is the kind of comeback underdog story that we'll probably never see again. They will be making multiple movies of this. You know what I always say? A good good sports story. They're going to make a movie out of it. Oh, Jesus. They We're will still be waiting for, with bated breath for your FIFA movie. Oh, yeah. The FIFA movie's on its way. Matt Damon and 
Uh, ben Affleck both signed on, Sarah. I'm so excited that something's coming to fruition three years after it's, it it's, was relevant. It's going to. It's still going to have. It's been a year. It's been a year. Mm-hmm. It's still going to. You got to give them time to put it together. <laughs> it's an all-star cast that'll be in the FIFA movie. No, this has to do with, and I believe I'm saying it correctly, Leicester City, and it's spelled really weird. It's a British, British football club. It's a soccer Does it look club. Look like Leicester. Uh, yes, it looks like Leicester. Yeah. Yeah, Leicester. Mm-hmm. Okay, Leicester City. And Leicester City just did something um, for the first time in the English Premier League. That's the top level of soccer, the English Premier League. It's like where Manchester United, you know, Manchester City, Mm. Crystal and Chelsea. Man U. Yeah, Man U and uh, Arsenal and all them. That's where they compete in. And Leicester City, at the beginning of this season, well, let me just say this. Leicester City just won the English Premier League. They won it. At the beginning of the season... They were put at a 5,000 to 1 odds to win the Premier League. 5,000 to 1 by an English bookmaker, which is uh, William Hill. It's a betting agency over there. So the thing is, there's actually a lot of people who are supporters of Leicester City that did place bets, meaning a $1 bet would net you 5000 thousand dollars oh i need to learn some of my betting skills for the kentucky derby this weekend greg oh yes well we'll be we'll be covering that in in detail i know uh, i need to brush up coming up oh yes you'll have to brush up well oh, if there's yeah, a five thousand to, to one odds too we'll we'll get to all that we'll get to all that um for sure five thousand to one so five, somebody would have put like five bucks on what they would have had 25 grand 25 grand Jesus. and the thing is there are people who did that and it's looking like it's going to be a record payout for this um, for this betting agency. I guess at one point, as Leicester City started winning throughout the season, they do this thing where you can get a payout early. It won't be for the full amount, like if, say, Leicester City went all the way, but they'll try to pay you off to get you to pull out of the bet. And there was one guy who ended up taking a 20 grand payment um, instead of waiting till the, all the way to the end of where they won, where he would have got paid more. But it's like a guaranteed, take this. And pull out now. Oh, okay. And some people will do it. Um, but yeah, it's it's crazy that they've been able to do this. Like Leicester City, five thousand to one. They had um, they've put up some of the other things that were that were odds. Like uh, I believe the Washington State Cougars were five thousand to one odds to win the NCAA men's basketball tournament. <laughs> also, from William Hill, here's some other five thousand to one odds that they had, just to give you a comparison of how. The chances they really thought that they could win. It was there was five thousand to one odds that you can bet that Elvis Presley will be found alive. <laughs> There's a five thousand to one odd bet that Barack Obama, once retiring from being president, will play cricket for England. That's a five thousand to one odd bet, meaning they never think it's going to happen ever. This Leicester City, city thing, they never thought it was going to happen, but it happened. Wow. That's how the odds are. I've been hearing different comparisons to it. Like they're saying it's like um, and the, the Washington State thing. I don't know if that's true or not. That seems like even big odds for that. It seems like there would be less odds. But they were comparing it to like a, a Division three basketball team. Like, I don't know. Uh, what would that compare to around here? Uh, like some Bible college winning the men's basketball tournament. You okay. know, it's, just, it's never going to happen. It's just not going to happen. So what I'm hearing you say is next time I bet I pick the one with the worst odds because I'm probably going to win. Well, that is the big, uh, that is the big payout. That is that is how you get. Oh, I'm rooting for the underdog this weekend. Then, all right. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, everybody wants to root for the underdog, but there's a reason they're the underdog, because because they're going to come up and win me more money. Right. Yeah. So those ones on the horses that are like fifty to one, sometimes they do win, 
Sometimes. Greg, do you know what else I do at the Kentucky Derby? Hmm. I get to wear my horse dress. Oh, yes, that's true. That's coming up. <laughs> we're not talking about the Derby right now. We're talking about Leicester okay, City. Sorry, you're talking about betting. And we're it was giving Leicester head. City their shot in the Lester sun. Leicester City. Leicester City. Is it Leicester? Leicester. You're the one. You, you have to well, I know that it doesn't have the Chester in it. Leicester. It's like it's Leicester Square, I know, in um, in London. Oh, yeah, it must be that. So I, I would think it would be. It's Leicester, Leicester City. Well, in honor of Leicester City, beating 5,000 to 1 odds to win the English Premier League. We're going to play this. A little Leicester City football appreciation song. Leicester City are number one More determined than anyone Won't give up to the war is won Leicester City are number one Come on lads, you can do it, Nelly there Nothing to it, 90 minutes Dropped on top of the table, number one Headstrong, heartstrong, and just a little while longer Show them all what you can do, the top spot belongs to you Leicester City are number one They need a little work on their songs. But there we go. Leicester City, number one. They want it. It is crazy. Well, they didn't have a lot of movie. time to prep for it. No, they didn't. That's yeah, true. So, I mean, that's good if they. That is true. 5,000 to one odds in their 5,000 to one odds. God, one dollar would have netted you five grand on that. I just want to place a one dollar bet on all of their 5,000 to one odds now and just whatever. Spend twenty bucks. I kind of want to like twenty bucks a month. Just invest that. Well, I don't know about twenty. Wait, bucks isn't a that month. how you get addicted to I gambling? Think that's, uh, <laughs> when you call it investing, that's the problem. Where it's uh, that's that's where it becomes an issue. There we go. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. I don't see how that's a problem. I mean, you're just basically you're investing for the future. Yeah. No, it's that key word, investing. Investing. It is not an investment. That's the thing where you. Gotta watch out for that. Greg, I'm really excited to talk more about my horse dress. People are asking me all about we'll, it. We will get to the horse dress um, <laughs> closer to the Derby Day, which is coming up. <laughs> all right. Let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and wrap this thing up. You got it. Um, thank you so much, everyone, for tuning into Fun Employment Radio. Of course, don't forget that we have our Fun Employment Radio Brewers Cup Cornhole Tournament coming up. Yes, we do. And you can register to play in it at funemploymentradio.com slash beers and bags. Beers and bags. That's funemploymentradio.com. Or, yeah, and we still do have those couple spots left. We've got a couple of spots left. And you're going to be bummed if you were like, hey, you know, I was looking for something to do on a Sunday. Like, yeah, on Sunday, what, you could do like yard work or you could like, you know, watch TV. Why not be involved in one of the coolest things that's going to be happening all summer and right from the get-go? Right. And that's, yeah, this is our first of four. I mean, and granted, because if it does... Because once we do first one, everyone's going to know how cool it is and everyone's going to want to do it. And then you're going to all of a sudden realize, oh, crap, I had a chance to be a part of get it. Get in and early. And now I can't. Yeah. Um, yeah, so definitely you want to sign up for this. You know, and even if you end up not playing or you miss the sign up, still come out and hang out because there's going to be plenty of other things going on at the Landmark Saloon. And that's on May 15th with our special sponsors for that day, Elysian Brewing and Worthy Brewing. They are wonderful and they are the sponsors of this. So funemploymentradio.com slash beers and bags. Go there and sign up now. Big thank you to Steph Campisi for coming in and her book, The Ugly Dumpling, which you can pick up. Um, well, we've got a link to her website. And then mm-hmm. also we've got, uh, what's her website? Uh, it's uh, stephaniecampisi.com. stephaniecampisi.com. Mm-hmm. We can go there and get her book. 
Or then, uh, of course, if you're here in town, you can always go to Pals as well. And she's got a bunch of different events that are coming up. It is really, really cool book. So definitely uh, support her. She's really cool. All right. Send us an email. Fun Employment Radio. That was a booking from Greg. And that was a really good call. She was really interesting. Excellent. Good. Um, Send us an email. FunEmploymentRadio at gmail.com. Give us a call. 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning into Fun Employment Radio. You are fantastic. We really appreciate the support. Around. And we will talk to you tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Like our my friends. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. <laughs>